0: Welcome to another late night episode of Blokes. I'm your host, Benjamin Baker, and with me as always... Cailin Burrows. Alright, and we have just seen The Nice Guys. Yeah. In uh, in the theatre. The film, not not like we just saw some nice guys. Yeah, no, we didn't just see some nice blokes, you know, walking out and say, Hey, oh, you guys are nice. Um, No, it was an actual film. Yep. Uh, that was in theatres. Uh,
1: starring uh, was Ryan Gosling and
0: yeah. uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, fat Russell Crowe, yeah. by the way.
1: Yeah. And, like uh, a Jonah
0: Hill Russell Crowe. It's kind of where he was at, weight-wise, I feel.
1: And directed by the uh, director who brought you Iron Man 3.
0: Well, <laughs> maybe don't leave with that one, Caleb. Oh. Maybe, All right. maybe so, give a better film credit. So the uh,
1: director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. There you go.
0: That's much better.
1: Uh, and this this sort of fell in the middle. It does.
0: It's, it does. It's, you know, we were talking about it before we, you know, started this, but it definitely has the Iron Man three plot feel with the charisma and, you know, characters that you love of kiss, kiss, bang, bang. And he just kind of made both of those without the iron suits. That's kind of what it felt
1: like. And I think we should point out. So Shane Black is, uh, I mean, he directs, but he also writes most of what he directs. Uh, also, the writer of Lethal Weapon. Not the director of it, of right. course. But, like, that's his thing. Yeah. Buddy Cop. Buddy Cop is what he does. That's, that's yeah. his bread and butter.
0: Yeah. And so the, the strengths of this film do lie in the Buddy Cop dynamic. They, You know, they fall into that category. And it's it's fine that, you know, the film is very, um, you know, it fits all those tropes. All of those things that... It it feels like a buddy cop film, yeah. and it is, um, but yeah, I, I think you know as we start to discuss it, we'll find some things that we we did not enjoy. Um, you know, this was a film that I think uh, you came up on some tickets right a number of times. Yeah, and we couldn't go. <laughs> yeah, no, this is one. Look, this film is not going to do well, and I look, I'm just
1: going to put it out there. It's opening up against Angry Birds. Oh yeah, and The Neighbors too. Which I don't even know why that exists, but it does. So actually,
0: I don't know why either one exists, no. but,
1: but you know, it's it's just gonna get crushed.
0: Yeah. At no, the box it, it is. I I would actually say that even Civil War will probably make more money in its third weekend oh, run yeah. than the Nice Guys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no. Um. But yeah, so they've been like really, really aggressive on uh, trying, you know, marketing yeah. and so sort of that yeah. there was like an internet video I saw of Joel Silver. Like cussing out uh, the two stars because they're not doing their part oh, to promote yeah, it. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's I saw got these like too. silly ideas yeah. on how to, how to promote it. Um, you know, it's a funny idea. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, the the two stars make the film.
0: Yeah. So and, that's uh, I mean, let's talk about it. So it stars. We'll start with the good, I guess. So it stars Ryan Gosling and Fat Russell Crow. Um, and and the only reason I bring that up is because if you're thinking you're going to see Maximus Decimus Meridius, uh, Commander of the Armies of the North, uh, no, he's he's not in this film at all. It, it looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like he's Steven seagal himself. You know, like you see him in one film and you're like, oh, you're pretty great. And then, well, you know, he it, ate himself. It sort
1: uh, of looked like he went on the diet that Val Kimmel went on for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's yeah, what it that too. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So, because right. in that Valkyra was starting to play Fat Valkyra, so
0: <laughs> it, it was very similar in that yeah. regard. It was just—it was noticeable. <laughs> is all. Um, yeah. So it stars those two, and um, takes place in the seventies. Yeah, seventy-seven. I did actually like. I, I liked the way they, you know, kind of immersed the film in that world, and you know they did some nods to the comedy store where you know if you look at the sign, it's you know Tim Allen and Elaine Bouzier and Richard Lewis and all these people that don't do stand up anymore are all you know on the marquee. uh, It's you know little things like that that kind of stylistically,
1: yeah. Even when it opened up and it said Warner Brothers, they used the old seventies Warner Brothers logo, and that I was like, oh, that's clever. But then uh, then it went to Silver Productions for Joel Silver, and his company was not around in the 70s, so it was just very modern. Yeah. And then the following one was the same, so it was like, right.
0: wow. It was a bit mixed, yeah. but when they did do that, and they did kind of create 1977 LA, uh, I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, and that was the set pieces was was
0: yeah. great. So those two characters, like, like my partner said, uh, they really do make the film. They are... Yeah, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe are great buddies. I will watch them. Uh, If they make a sequel to this, which we all know they won't, but let's say they do, I can absolutely watch those two uh, banter back and forth pretty much all day. Um, And Ryan Gosling has surprisingly amazing comedic timing. Uh, He was... Probably the highlight of the two, if I had to pick which one was more entertaining, I think Ryan Gosling as a drunk, bumbling moron who just happens to solve crimes every now and then uh, was fantastic. He he made me laugh out loud uh, on a number of occasions. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no I agree with you there.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but I thought also, you know, Russell Crowe had some pretty good comedic timing. Sure, no, he's not. He's more the straight man, but. Yeah. There was a moment, especially the flashback with his wife, Oh, where yeah. he does like a spit take. <laughs> that was uh, that I was a really about that. great moment. Yeah, of no, his. it was a great
0: moment of it. Uh Yeah, Um has he done comedics? I don't remember if he's done comedy before. I feel like he has. I, I don't remember. See, the yeah, thing is, yeah, he was his... uh, he was in the what lame is
1: that was a, that was a comedy, right? Yeah, no, I don't think that. Well, it was just his singing was so bad; it was
0: funny. Oh yeah, see. I think you missed the point. Of the oh, film. all right. Yeah. yeah, you might have been the only one in the theatre laughing, weren't you? Yeah, I think I was. Yeah, I thought. Um, yeah. No, I, for some reason I feel like I've seen him do some kind of comedic stuff before. So, you know, I knew he had the chops to kind of do it. And for me, the reason Ryan Gosling was such a standout was because I don't recall him doing anything that that is that slapstick, you know what I mean? He's he's a very sullen, you know, kind of dramatic type actor. And uh, so to see him really come out of that shell and uh, na- just, you know, knock it out of the park, it was yeah. it was very refreshing. It was fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you and I both laughed out loud quite a bit uh, yeah. whenever they was on screen. Yeah. Um, again, that's really what made the film.
0: Hon- yeah, honestly, yeah. So... It, it does.
1: Unfortunately... <laughs> that you cannot have an entire film just on chemistry you cannot.
0: and witty one-liners yes i mean you could well, well they tried <laughs> they yeah they, did. they they tried with this one yeah. um and uh beyond oh. those two uh, nothing was. I feel like not if you're going
1: to do that, you need to have something like The Hangover, where there's it's just like uh, there's no
0: plot, you yeah, know. What I mean? it's right,
1: just a, a random series of events going on. Sure. This tried to have a very overcomplicated plot. Yes. That I was lost most of the time.
0: Yeah, I I, I was too, and I was trying to be very keen. Um, and I, I it no, it went over my head. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, yeah just a, a, an extreme. You know, it, you know, we're not gonna give any spoilers and. It, it, honestly it wouldn't matter because we yeah, couldn't describe not, it to you if we could you yeah, know even I, if we do though you're not gonna see you're it you're not gonna see it so i guess it doesn't but yeah it you know it was just a very overcomplicated plot and you know it, it would have i understand that you know they they he's a private eye and you know he's a, a, a i don't know what what is russell crowe what he beats people He's up for beat, money. He beats people up for money. I don't know if that's the job title, but that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, pairing those two, I understand that, you know, they got to solve a big crime that's way out of their league. And, you know, that's great. But this plot that they had, you know, kind of tying everybody together and surrounding these characters. And it, it just, it never fully formed to me. And it was just so, oh, they kept adding these layers and layers. And, and it was just like, what, can you just solve a crime? Yeah, it doesn't have to be this complicated. Yeah. No, it did. It seemed like just every
1: turn, you were just like, "Wait, why? Why would they do that? That seems like the the difficult way to get things done." Yeah. And not not when I say them, I don't mean the nice guys.
0: I mean like the bad people, right, in the film.
1: Yeah, like yeah. They, they were the dumbest bad people I think ever.
0: Yeah, and and there's always these. They kept because they kept you know adding these different plot points there's there's all these moments where I like, all right is is that going to be important should I have... oh no they're dead okay yeah. all right. All right. what who's who what's going on
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> this
0: is how I felt most of the time but then you know you've got these two actors that are so funny it, you know if you it, the film does this thing where if you start to think about what's actually happening you know it's gonna hurt and then they just make you laugh and you're like oh well all right fine <laughs> is it's kind of how the blend of the film yeah with pretty
1: much <laughs> you know I mean it has a solid opening uh if, yeah. you, if you like tits uh yeah. that that's how it opens yeah. it is an r rated so sure you know you get plenty of boobs, plus it centers around you know the porn, porn. industry yeah the
0: porn industry
1: so and, there's some and, boobies yeah. um but uh but it the ending you know starts strong, but the end it didn't really end no it
0: doesn't it just kind of carries on yeah
1: you know, it, the uh, yeah, nothing really gets solved. And I get, look, it really was like he tried to recapture the magic of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, because it's almost the exact same plot. You've got, you've got Russell Crowe, who's who beats people up for a living, but he's like in the know. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah, right. He's got that savvy, like Val Kilmer, right? Sure. From Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And then you've got Ryan Gosling, who's a PI, but he's like bumbling. Yeah. He don't like the sight of violence or blood. It's very much Robert Downey Jr <laughs> yeah, from Kiss right. Kiss Bang Bang. And they, right. They form this unlikely partnership and by the end of it they they've become like partners
0: in yeah. business like it's a buddy private, cop film. Private yeah.
1: detectives. Yeah. In this
0: they wind up being private detectives yeah. together yeah. at yeah. the end. It's the same idea. Um, but you know the plot of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is much stronger so you don't feel like there's you know you're constantly getting pulled out of the film and you, you know you kind of no, space and I it feel off. No
1: like you in in that film you you are introduced to different characters right but it's it's not like you get to the halfway point and then suddenly there's new characters thrown in yeah. to confuse you if if a character was important you met them early on in the film even right. if it didn't seem important at the time Right and this I felt like there was there were characters in here that was just wasted. Yeah, Keith David. When I saw his name up there, I was like, "Oh, I'm excited." He might, it might, it could have been anyone.
0: Yeah, and no, it, right. It I, been most any of the characters, car- yeah. yeah, most of those characters could have been anybody. But you know, Kim Basingham makes an appearance, and it, honestly, any woman could Have played that role, yeah, she's but in is the she, film what like five minutes or all the five minutes? And my problem, and again, no one's going to see this film, so I'm just going to say this. My one of my biggest problems was we don't meet her until you know what 40 50 minutes into the film, yeah. right? And then you know, she becomes this major, major plot point and is you know basically the yeah she's just a major plot no, like she no, is the plot no, you
1: know spo- we're, we're gonna spoil All it, right, fuck we're it. Gonna Spoil it. Look, she's yeah, the main bad guy yeah no and it's he, unfortunately i know it's supposed to be a secret but from the fucking moment when she's like oh my daughter thinks that i'm the bad guy i was like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so you're right you are. you are the yeah. bad guy
0: thanks for your confession yeah, yeah. so yeah, it was nothing hidden about it. it it was just but it was so yeah, you know it was so late in the film. I, it just, it shouldn't, you know, it's one of those things where we should have met her way earlier and then never seen her again. That would have been fine. I don't mind if she's in the film for all the five minutes, you know, but if she just shows up towards the beginning, she's the one that gives them this task. And then they're like, Oh yeah, it's great. And then, you know, they move along. And then as they start putting the pieces together, they realize, Oh, it's all her. But, but no, that's not, that's not what happened at all yeah, so to to sort of sum up uh they're looking for a girl is
1: what it is, yeah, and the, everyone's everyone's out to get this girl to kill her, right uh it seems, and then it turns out that that Kim Basinger is her, her mum right, and but she wants her dead because she's doing bad things, and the girl knows that she's doing bad things and is gonna publicly declare it through a porn film. Mm. Yeah, it's you know it's just I, as dumb as it sounds.
0: Um, I I didn't realize how dumb the plot sounded until you just tried to describe it yeah. to someone else. Yeah, in a porn film <laughs> that they're going to air at the uh, auto show. Right, because it's the automakers yeah. that are the criminals. Yeah,
1: they're sort right. of I don't know.
0: They they're, put some, some catalytic there's, converter that does There's a, there's a lot of something. like
1: yeah, oh the smog know. and the uh, and the uh, auto industry is bad and they're getting a pass because she's taking kickbacks. And uh, and so it's all about exposing that. But, you know, whatever. Just like life, uh, nothing gets accomplished. <laughs> Even when they catch her in the end, it's all like, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. Nothing matters at all. Uh, yeah. Um. So, but early on, when, when this girl's being looked for, we're introduced to two bad guys. One of them is Keith David. Yeah. Who, for having such a, like, known voice right. and gravitas... He says like one line. Yeah, doesn't talk. And then this other, this other twat that's with him, just can't shut up. Yeah. Right. So we're introduced to them early on that we probably get to know them more than any other bad yeah, guys
0: for no reason at all though. Yeah, like, I, I, it, it doesn't pan out at no. all. You know, it, they just they show up. And then they disappear, and then they show up, and then they disappear. And well, then they, they show, it, it they show just... up, and one of them dies. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> and, but I will say, one of the highlights for me was uh, getting to see, and, you know, he's I know he's up there in age, so it probably wasn't him, but Keith David fighting with oh, Russell Crowe.
0: But see, that was a, that was a great scene. It was. That, it was a great scene. Uh, felt uh, yeah. very,
1: very much a throwback to when Keith David had that uh, knockdown drag-out fight with uh, Roddy Roddy Piper in uh, They Live. It was it was sort of reminiscent of that. I feel like maybe it was a nod to the glory days. Was that was that what it was? Yeah. I think that's what was going on. Um but yeah. Uh so but when when the one guy dies, then he's like, Oh he, he we sent they've sent someone else out
0: and we're like, Wait, what? Yeah. Again, <laughs> it's one of those things where just when you thought you kind of understood where these characters are, they just introduce someone else and yeah. it just keeps It keeps building, but it builds to nothing. It doesn't. It goes nowhere.
1: And I knew Matt Bomer was in this film, and I was excited to see him because I I used to watch him on uh, White Collar. Yeah. And and I like that show. And he's very, you know, he's a pleasant man to look at. Sure. Just like Ryan Gosling, you know. Um. But yeah, his character is just like he's just there to shoot people, I guess. (laughs) And it could have been anyone. Yeah. But we (laughs) need to be him. We learn nothing about him. Yeah. You know. And. uh, Yeah. I, There's yeah, just I, the, muddled motivations and you
0: just, Yeah. I don't know. I, the and film even, relied
1: mostly on chemistry. It did. No,
0: it really did. The, the the entire film actually is, you know, they're the backbone of the film. And, and without them, it, it honestly, I don't think it would be enjoyable at all. Um, but, and, and another, even with this girl, Amelia, right? She's supposed to be, you know, the person that everybody's looking for. And, you know, she's this huge plot and uh, you know you, the thing that's driving the film and then her character again spoilers but she fucking dies yeah it, like it's no, it, and she's, a, she's like a, unceremoniously like, but she's like, a fucking nutter as well No, she is when, and, <laughs> when you finally even, meet her and even that was was sad to me it was just like you know we've spent an hour f- trying to find this girl and then we finally get to hear her talk and she's nuts but I, I, it was fine. I was like, "Yeah, kill her. I don't care." Yeah, but we're not supposed to feel that. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I felt like and then, if she's that I, important, you know. They, and then they did kill and her. And then they did
1: <laughs> because of her own stupidity. By and the way, yeah. It
0: just—I don't know. It, that whole thing just irked me because it was like, you know, this is this is what the film was about essentially, and you know, she should be more pleasant and survive you know it, I don't know It's it was just weird it was just weird not, when she that's died that's not how Shane Black works you saw Kiss Kiss Bang I, Bang yeah but still it was just you know if you're gonna off-put everything how about just maybe not that you I know, just, know what I mean? I was just as we were watching it I was following the Kiss Kiss playbook
1: and I was like okay so this is what I think's gonna happen here so Turn that's page be, so you know like Corbin Birdson in that film is uh, yeah. yeah. the bad guy so it was like Kim Basin so I was like oh yeah she's the ba- you know yeah. right yeah, he's not terribly original, unfortunately. No, it's, it's very <laughs> unfortunate. <script> <laughs> yeah. Um writing. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about the white
0: elephant in the oh, film? Oh damn it! Uh, this cunty child. I don't understand what it is. It, it's you know, you'd have to have watched Iron Man three by now, right? You you have to have known that that was not your best work, right? Everyone knows that that's not the best you can do, Shane Black. So why in the fuck would you take the one thing that they hated the most, aside from the Mandarin, which was the stupid, stupid child, for no reason, in Iron Man 3, and then put them in the nice guys? Yep. What in the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so, Ryan Gosling
1: has a... Uh, what would you say? preteen, 13? So, yeah, something like that around yeah. there. Year-old daughter. And she is the... <laughs> the most pretentious yeah. little cunt right. it, it, I, I, ever. Like, every I, time she opens her fucking mouth, I'm just like, oh, I hope she gets
0: shot. Yeah, she's unwatchable, and she all she does is make things worse all the time, and she's always where she shouldn't be. And look, I get that Ryan Gosling is supposed to be a bad father. I understand that. But he's not... Like he still loves his child. It's it's very clear that he loves his child, and this bitch just keeps showing up everywhere. She goes to the porn party. She shows up in the limo with the bad guys. She ends up at the hotel. Like everywhere, there's violence and things that. Like, well, I think
1: I feel like at the end it was just they just fucking gave up on trying yeah, to keep it, her places. It, it, they just took her with.
0: Yeah, it was. You know? I, To me, there's this gag where, you know, he tells her, you know, oh, stay at your friend's house, right? And he leaves. And then... They hear a banging in the trunk, and it's very funny. It's a very funny scene. Uh, they hear a banging in the trunk when they show up to this pawn party, and they open it up, and she's you know hiding in the trunk, and she's like, "Oh well, I'm already here." So, and instead of taking her out, he just closes the trunk and hopes the valet will take it for him. Uh, and then you know, it, yeah, she, that was it, that was honestly her best part. No, it film. was great. It was it was fantastic. And then you know, he throws her in a taxi and tells her to fuck off. For me. She should have just fucked off. I I didn't need her in the film anymore after that. But then she becomes, like, an integral part of, you know, the whole thing. And now she's at the party and asking about Amelia. And then she gets herself in trouble. And it's just mm. like, no, you should have just sent her home. Mm. We didn't yeah. need her and w- there. And when bad people who just tried to kill you are lying dead in the street,
1: you're like, oh, don't kill them. we got to uh, help them. Yeah, what in the fuck? I, I don't know.
0: I, it's I just... don't understand. So... Yeah, it, it was honestly one of the worst parts about the film. I could deal honestly. I could deal with you know a shabby plot, and I can deal with you know a, a very confusing you know stack of characters, and you know the the chemistry that like I said before of of Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Those two together make up for this. They make that film watchable. They make it you know enjoyable because I, I honestly I would watch them again. You know. But this kid is, like, the cherry on top. Like, that's it. It just... It makes me want to flip a table over, you know? It's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, Well, we've sort of covered the casting and the plot all in one
1: go. Right. So, should we talk about the uh, action and... Yeah. That sort of thing? You know, wrap it up on there. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't think it was overly action-heavy. I don't think so. You know, know,
0: there were more moments. yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like... Because yeah, I think it had about the same amount of action as Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, to be honest with you. Sure. Um, you know. But uh, I don't feel cheated or anything.
0: No, and, you know, that was another one of those, you know, kind of highlights. Like you had said, you know, watching the Keith David and the, um, uh, you know, Russell Crowe fight, watching those two go at it. Um, it was That was a great scene. Uh, you know... <laughs> Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling getting a tuffle, uh, you know, and that's very funny. Um, Anytime there's, you know, a gunfight, you know, those two clearly are not going to be, you know, the the gunslingers, and they're not just going to be taking out bodies, you know. So it's, you know, I felt that the action was pretty great, uh, you know, albeit surrounded by a stupid plot. (laughs) But, um, you know, there was, you know, there's a, I think you might have seen it in the trailers, but there's that moment where... You know, they go up into the elevator and as soon as they get on the floor, there's just all these people dying and then they just back up back into the elevator and then it closes. And as they're going down, you see some dude just get thrown out from the window and he's falling down. And it's very funny. So those kinds of things where, you know, this kind of action happening around them uh, and, you know, we we laugh at their reactions. I thought that was very well done. Um, yeah, and then there's uh the big action
1: sequence at the end, of course, when everything's going down at the uh the car show, right? And uh, you know, I felt, I felt there was some good action there. We got to see uh Matt Bomer, who's this hitman, I guess, I'm sure, known, still don't know what known he is, known as yeah. John Boy, yeah. I'm... And uh, and he's just like you know, because we assume he was the one killing everyone in the hotel earlier, but we don't right. actually see it, and then uh and then they show him, like he he whoops some serious Yeah butt, no he that. is
0: uh yeah, yeah. there's that mo- that action sequence where you know everybody's trying to stop him because he pulls out a gun at this party and he just starts taking down people yeah. like nothing <laughs> it's just no big deal and just you know executing them uh you know yeah. gangster style <laughs> yeah, and
1: then uh, and then he and uh, Russell Crowe have a have a tuffle which is good yeah, It's a good fight. And it could have ended much better, but no, yeah. there's this nope. little twat that was nope. like, don't I... kill
0: him. You don't have to. Yes, he fucking does. What? Yeah, he does. No, he does. Throw that motherfucker off the roof. You know? Just toss him off. Yeah. It, it, oh God. I feel like the I only... forgot how much that irritated me when
1: I saw it. I feel like the only visual effect, uh, computer effect in the whole film, was when Keith David died, though. Because... <laughs> So he so Ryan Gosling and him go off a rooftop and uh Ryan Gosling lands in a pool. Keith David does not. <laughs> no, he does not. And it looked it was a very computer splash. Yeah, no, it, it was. But it was glorious. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. <laughs> and that was I feel, that was also to me, that was Gosling's uh, Robert Downey Jr. moment at the end with his na- oh, the yeah. magic hands, where he just yeah. shot everyone. Yeah, yeah. That, so he's being pretending to be drunk, and then the way he pulled that pistol out and just like oh, shocked, yeah, shot no. him three times, sent a mass. You were just like, yeah. Oh, we- now suddenly you're a badass. What's going on?
0: He's <laughs> got to save that damn kid, man. Yeah. yeah well, so, shall we? I think we shall. Um, I
1: don't know. Um, I'm going, I'm going to go middle of the row on this one. All right. Because, you know, there was definitely parts that I enjoyed. I, I, sure. It felt, because I feel of the plot, I, it felt long.
0: It did. And it was you know? not.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, but good chemistry. Again, like those two and any other film probably would be phenomenal. You know, put them in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and it would be... Oh, yeah. You know, it would be just as good <laughs> yeah, as the original
0: It, would. it absolutely would.
1: But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go... I'm going to give it... Let's see. I, I'll, I'll go a little higher. End. I'll go three. Okay. Right. So I'm going to go three hallucinatory bees out of five. And if you don't understand that reference, you're just going to have to see the fucking movie for it to make sense. <laughs> That's
0: great. That's absolutely great. Um. All right, so... Uh I I'm gonna go a little middle of the road, but I'm gonna give it a little bit less. So I'm gonna say it's a uh, I'm gonna give it a two point seven. Um because I felt like aside from their chemistry, now that we've you know kind of talked it out, there honestly was not much else that I enjoyed about the film. So mm. I'm gonna give it two point seven Richard Nixons uh out of five <laughs>
1: Right along there with the bees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right. So, well, this has been uh, an episode of Cineblokes, and we will see you after the next film.